How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Oh, hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about finding your passion and specifically how to turn your interests into a profitable business once you do find that passion. Now, for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to Amazon and grab your copy of the number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. Let's get on with it. So this podcast, Shit You Don't Learn in College, is all about building a life with more money, more meaning, and more freedom. Now, you notice how in that title, it's not more money or more meaning or more freedom. It's, it's all of the above. And you can have it all. Uh, but in order to have it all, you have to do things a little bit differently than what we've been taught. Now, I don't know about you, but most of us were taught to live the American dream. When I was uh, in high school, you know, I was really good at math. So, uh, my college counselor told me, yeah, you're really good at math. You should probably go for like engineering or something. They'll always need engineers, right? They'll always need engineers. So that's a really good, solid, stable career. You'll always have room to grow. You always make good money. You could support a family, get a nice home, have a nice car, get a nice mortgage. Yeah, all of that sort of shit, right? We're, we're taught that that's the American dream, like the 2.5 kids, the white picket fence, the house in suburbia, all of that sort of stuff. Now, the problem with that is we saw how that ended up for, you know, especially our the younger generation. I'm a millennial. So, you know, Gen X, Gen Y, uh, now Gen Z, everybody saw how that screwed everybody up, right? A lot of our parents or family members or, or uh, other people that we saw, you know, they, they ended up divorced. They ended up screwed by their employers. They ended up broke, unhappy, burnt out, overwhelmed, depressed, right? Where we, we saw how this all turned out for everybody. And now, I remember my my first real job out of college when I joined Cisco Systems and uh, and, and you know, I was making great money. I, I got my engineering degree. I I joined a reputable company. They paid me way too much money for what I did. That's my opinion. Um, but as soon as I joined, I remember my first month joining. And the same month that I joined, Cisco, Cisco is a company of about 60 or 70,000 people. The same month that I joined, Cisco also let go 12,000 people. The same month that I joined, they let go 12,000 people. That was like 15 or 20% of their workforce. It was crazy. It was crazy. And the thing was, majority of the people that they let go were longer time employees. They were 10, 15, 20 years. And because they were 10, 15 or 20 years, they were being paid more. So they let go the older workforce to bring in the new, cheaper young guns, aka me. Right. And it was really interesting how I saw this happen and how I saw this whole machine work. And, and like, 
I was astounded to think like, this is, you know, ever, we've all been tricked. We've all been lied to, right? And the truth is, the only way to live a life worth anything is to, is to make sure that you're not at the women of, of an employer, to make sure that you're, you always have the skills and you always have the talents necessary to dictate your own future and also to do something with purpose and with meaning. Because the truth is, if we're going to work, you know, 40 hours or some of us 50, 60 hours a week, we're spending a highly significant part of our lifetime on our career and on our workplace. If we're not doing something that matters, we're wasting the one resource that we can never get back, which is our time. So if you want to live a life that's worth any sort of meaning, you have to find your passion, you have to find a purpose, a mission, and you have to figure out how to make a career out of it. Because the truth is, we all have to make money. In the end, we all got to make money to, to pay bills, to do the things we want to do, to have the life we want to have, to have the freedom we want to have. Um, and also, you know, I always tell people, money uh, is, is just an ID marker, right? It's an ID marker. Money is just a physical or digital placeholder for social value. So if you're being paid money, that means you're bringing more value to this world and to people, right? So how can you... Find your passion and turn your interests into a profitable business. Well, this is something that I go through in depth in our uh, in my book, Shit You Don't Learn in College. I also go through this in our courses at High Impact Coaching. Um, but it's pretty straightforward, but a lot of people get this wrong. A lot of people get this wrong because everybody thinks it's just as simple as like, well, what do you enjoy doing? Now go do more of that. Mm, doesn't really always work that way. So what I want you to do is if you're not driving a car, or running on a treadmill or walking the dog or something right now, I'm going to give you a little exercise to do. And if you are running on a treadmill or driving a car or walking the dog right now, uh, save this episode and listen back to it later so you can do this episode while you're sitting at home. So what I want you to do is I want you to draw a three-circle diagram. Now, if you don't know, sorry, not a diagram, a Venn diagram. That's the important distinction here. I want you to draw a three-circle Venn diagram. Now, if you don't know what a Venn diagram is, go ahead and Google it because I'm not going to Google that for you. Um, but draw a three-circle Venn diagram. And if you don't know what a Venn diagram is, it's basically three circles that overlap partially. So the first two overlap semi, and then the third one overlaps so that you know there's a section of where these three circles overlap, which is kind of a bullseye, right? Now, what I want you to label these three circles, I want you to label these three th circles. The first one is I want you to label it what you are passionate about what you are passionate about. And in this circle, you're going to take some time and I just want you to write down some of the things that you're passionate about, some of the things that light you up. This is actually incredibly hard for a lot of people. And uh, a great way to think about this is what are the things that bring you joy? What are the things that bring you joy? Uh, you know, the Dalai Lama once said, um, you know, if you're, if you're looking for a compass of the direction you should head in life, follow your joy. Uh, but the problem is most people can't see their joy. Uh, because it's hidden behind fear. So if you can't see your joy, oftentimes it's hidden behind fear. Fear of shame, fear of judgment, fear of criticism. But just write down what are the things that you're passionate about first. And then the second circle, you're going to write down what are you good at? Now, over the course of your lifetime, you've built up tools and skills. You may have overcome obstacles. You may have learned skill sets, whether that's technical skill sets on a, on a PC or a Mac or or mathematical skill sets, or you may have learned how to use Excel spreadsheets, or uh, you may have learned finance or business or sales or marketing or, or leadership, or what are, the, what are the things that you're good at? What are the things that you're good at? And write that down in this section. What are you good at? What are you good at? And then the third section, the third circle is what this world 
will pay for. What this world will pay for. Now, this is one of the ones that everybody kind of forgets. Now, what this world will pay for. People, this world and people will pay to solve their problems, right? That's what people pay for. That's literally what the definition of business is. Business Businesses are designed to find a problem that people have and that they want to pay to get solved. And then as a business, you figure out how to solve it. So they will pay you. It's literally that simple. Now, really important distinction here. Not what this world needs to pay for, what this world will actually pay for, because there's a lot of stuff that we think this world should pay for. There's a lot of stuff that we wish this world would pay for. There's a lot of stuff that we wish this world realized that it needs. And sometimes it just doesn't, which is unfortunate, but it's true. You have to find out what this world will actually pay for. And these are the three circles that you're going to use. You're going to write in all three of these circles what, what this world will pay for, what you're good at, what you're passionate about, and it's at the intersection of these three things that you will find how to take your passion, your interest, make sure that it's something you're good at, and then make sure that it's something that this world will pay for. Now, how most people get this wrong, all right? Now, most people start with what this world will pay for. That's what I did at Cisco, right? So that's what most people do. Uh, I got my engineering degree and then they told me, yeah, people, the world will always need engineers. The world will always pay for engineers. So Xander, you should go to college and learn the skills to be an engineer. So then I became very good as an engineer. This was something that people would pay for. And then I paid to learn the skills so that then Cisco would hire me and pay me six figures to solve their engineering problems. Ta-da! Now, the problem is for most people, when they're, you know, most young adults, when they're going through this process, there's never even a touch of passion associated with this, right? You don't even really think about what really lights you up. And here's the honest truth, right? I was 18, 17, 18 when I was picking my direction in college, my degree in college, my future career that I was supposed to spend the rest of my life on. What the actual fuck? Are you kidding me? When you were 17 or 18 years old, were you really clear on what your true passions in life were? Like, was that what you were really focused on? No, I was focused on the girl in Spanish class. She was super cute. I was focused on, you know, where, who was, who was I going to convince to buy me beer that weekend? <laughs> like, these are the things that I was, I was worried about when I was 18 years old, right? I wasn't, I wasn't focused on what my true passion for the rest of my life was going to be. Yeah, this is when we're asked to make these decisions in, in, you know, as we're moving forward in college. You know, it's unfortunate, but I know so many doctors. I know so many doctors that absolutely hate what they do. But because they've spent, you know, four, four years pre-med, five years med school, this many years residency, this many years specialty, like by that point, they're half a million dollars in debt and a decade and a half into education. They can't turn around at that point. No touch of passion, but they have a skill set that they're very, very good at and that the world will pay them handsomely for. This is why pra practitioner burnout is such a big thing. This is why you see burnout in such of those, you know, a lot of those jobs that take so much education, whether it's engineering, lawyers, financial, uh, doctors, nurses, you see so much burnout there because they, they lost their passion for this. They're just doing it for a paycheck. They end up burnt out and life just passes them by. So a lot of people, like myself, end up jumping out of the nine to five. Whoa, screw that. I'm never going to waste any of my time again. I'm only going to focus on the things that really matter to me. So you jump to the entire end, other end of the spectrum and you focus on what you're passionate about 
without regard to what people will actually pay for. Right? You go, this is what I'm passionate about and I won't do anything differently. This is what I really care about. I won't do anything differently. Okay, well, what ends up happening there is it ends up leaving you broke. Also not so great. I see this all the time in the coaching space. We get, I'd say about 98% of coaches come to us and they say, Xander, this is the problem I want to help the world solve. And I say, that's great. But the way that you're framing it, that's not what people want solved because they're not aware of that problem. You want to solve it, but they don't even see it. So they won't pay you for it. You have to learn how to frame that problem differently so that people will actually pay you for it. You can only, so, you can only be paid to solve problems that people actually want to solve, that people see worth in solving, right? So you can't just go after what you're passionate about, especially if you're not good at it. If you're passionate about it, but not good at it, and people won't pay for you, you're just gonna end up broke. That needs to remain a hobby that can never be a career, right? If you're passionate about something, but people won't pay for it, that needs to remain a hobby. It can never be a career. But now, if you're passionate about something and people will pay for it, they'll pay for you to solve that problem but what if you don't have the skills or you're not good at it? Well, you can learn the skills needed. You can learn the skills needed. I had never been a coach before. I'd never been an entrepreneur. I knew nothing about online marketing. Yet here I am, you know, five years after quitting my business, or five years after quitting my career at Cisco with a multi-million dollar business impacting thousands of lives every single year, doing what I love every single day and being paid very handsomely for it. Because I found something that I was passionate about, also that people will pay for, and also something that I can continue to grow and hone my skills at so I can keep getting better and better and better. So people will keep paying me more and more and more. So if you go back to those circles, if you go back to that Venn diagram, it's pretty straightforward. You want to focus at the intersection of passion and pay and where you might have some skills. And if you don't have the skills, you can go invest in yourself to learn them so you can build a life with meaning, money, and freedom. And that's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learned with us here today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, don't forget to go to amazon.com and grab your copy of the New York Times. Just kidding. Amazon bestseller, shit you don't learn in college. We'll chat soon. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.